Should be. Let's see. Okay, we are live. We are back. This is the reboot <laughs> of episode 205 of Who Moved My Freedom. Uh, we had to restart everything here because it looks like we were having problems. So you guys who are watching, let us know how the stream is coming back. Uh, let us know. Where's opt out? So for any so anyone for anyone who doesn't know what happened is that like it seemed from everyone was telling us in the chat and all that that we weren't streaming through, we weren't coming through very clear, it was freezing, and all kinds of stuff happened. We try to deal with it as much as we possibly could. I don't really think it's on our end. Um so so we just totally like stopped that and started a new one because maybe it was just the slot that we were in, you know, that was creating the problem. Oh, yeah. Awesome. You can, you look, uh, don't you look tell great. me I'm making up stuff, woman. I, I, know. I can explain it. I can I'm a, yeah, go ahead, Richard. Explain it. Explain it. It's a cloud-based system, and it's probably virtual machines, and the routing of the path is probably going through a defective switch at some point, or there's high congestion, and it's just uh, diminishing the throughput. Okay, that sounds good to me. Whatever the hell that meant. <laughs> I mean, Pebbles could have said squawk, and I'd be like, okay. There you go. Pebbles, Pebbles seconds that. Hey, hey, hey remember Sanford Sun? Um, they say, um, they look at Smitty and Brother Smitty like, uh, what did he just say? You know? Yeah. We I don't remember that. that. I love Sanford and Son. Lola says, I am wearing an appropriate shirt. If you guys don't see it, you suck. You too. <laughs> You, you suck. That's what I'm wearing. Okay. Um, let's see what Richard is wearing. His says, uh, let me see if we can lock it on here. It says ISIS live splatter. <laughs> okay. There you go. That's funny. Got that at the West Palm Beach gun show. Oh, okay. Very cool. Very cool. So hopefully everyone's getting us good now. And I'm just going to remind everyone, like, let's hit the thumbs up again. Um, okay. Rod Mills wants to show the shirt. Hold on a second, Rod Mills. I'm locked on you. What does it say? Remember, I, you got to stand up. I, oh. rubber, what is it? Rubber dummies? It says Hank looks good. Oh, yeah. Rubber dummies. Something to do <laughs> rubber with rubber dummies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> super, vapor, super baby bumper <laughs> something. Super baby bumper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so hopefully this is doing better. You guys let us know how that's looking. Um, hopefully it's a lot better right now. Um, and, you know, like whatever stream, the, the, hey, I'm going to translate what Richard said. Basically, <laughs> whatever stream we were locked into was no good. <laughs> it was a piece of crap. Yeah, we had to come out all together and jump back in in a different stream and the lottery of the internet. Maybe it's better now. I don't, I don't know. So there we go. Hopefully this is coming in better. Hopefully there's no complaints. We're not freezing up. You guys are able. Uh, Richard, if you can, keep an eye on that. Um, like I said, everyone out there, you're going to have to thumbs up us again because, you know. Yeah, we got 80 watching, 35 thumbs up. Okay, very cool, very cool. And we all need to go in here ourselves and hit the thumbs ups, which I'm going to do. Come on, right hit it again. Oh, I I'm, right. I'm going to put my own thumbs up my own YouTube. Uh, well, what, what, wait. Yeah. YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it, it's YouTube. <laughs> this is it's a family too, show. This is a it's family show. connected to you. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you're putting. You're over there putting your thumbs up. It. Yes, did exactly. What what Rod and I said when Hank was gone. No. <laughs> what did you say when I wasn't here? No, nothing, guys. Nothing. Yeah. Uh huh. Hey, <laughs> so secrets. 
Yeah. Okay. I got your secret right here. So the uh, this is episode two zero five. This is a reboot. I'm probably gonna have to go back and delete. I think I already deleted the old one. Hey, you know what? Let's um, make this two zero five and a half. It's yeah, two zero five point five. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I'm calling it the reboot. Point five and a half to the to the second power, whatever you guys want to call it. Um, so the the title of this one is Why Are Doctors Attacking the Second Amendment? That's the big thing that we're going to talk about here. I did have an article here that now I got to go find it. Let me find it once again and share it with you guys in the chat so you can all take a look at it. And basically, this this isn't news today. I think it came out yesterday or the day before that. But it was so crazy around here. I didn't see it. No one. uh, Someone might have brought it to my attention, but it's a little crazy. But the uh, American Medical Association is calling for basically draconian gun control in America. Their asses are totally, they're, they're really crazy. We were discussing um, the other things they should do because, because you know, there's lots of other things that kill people before we get to guns in America. There's other things like malpractice, et cetera. We're going to talk about that. What's up, Lola? Did I read the, no, I didn't read the article yet. Yeah. I can kind of see why. Yeah, we're, we're, we're talking to people about that. We are going to jump in. You guys want to go through the article? Well, I'm waiting for I, folks to I'm, jump back in here. I'm going to um, kind of chime in on that. Um, and, you know, I'm just giving it a second, you know, another way of thinking about this. Mm-hmm. If you work if you work in a uh, trauma unit, uh, here we have a hospital here that all gunshot wounds, knife wounds, uh, this is like a level three trauma unit. And I guess, you know, you know, I guess the majority of them, they see a lot of gunshot uh, wounds, deaths. Now that they definitely see more than we would see, uh, and I could probably say, you know, you know, I could see that th- train of thought. You know, I'll put it like that. Not that I agree with them, um, but I think that they say the other end of, you know, someone getting shot uh, by a gun than what we would see. You know, uh, the only time we would see anything like that is if it's a video or if we actually encountered it ourselves. And how many times you got to think, would you actually see that? Whereas these uh, trauma uh, physicians, nurses, you know, you know, et cetera, so on, they see that on a more regular basis. They see the death that we don't see. Um, and But not saying that, you know, it's right for them to say that they don't like it. But I understand their viewpoint. And, you know, that's one thing that, you know, we have to look at as well, that, you know, they see a lot more of that than we would. Okay. You know? go, go ahead, Richard. So I, I got like seven thoughts on this. And Lola knows probably more about this than the rest of us. But one thing with hospitals, they care about the bottom line as far as dollars go. So chances are, if you're, you know, Mercedes has an accident or you have an Audi R10, you have an accident, you're paying the bill. You're coming in as some, you know, street thug shot up because, you know, you, you had a street fight with a couple of guys. And chances are you don't have medical insurance and the hospital is going to be footing the bill for it. But also, if you looked at the article, it says Chicago. It's not like, you know, they're they're in uh, Palmetto, Texas or something like that. They're they're talking about this in Chicago. Okay, so um, first of all, I don't see where they're coming from at all, Rod, which I I understand the point that you're making. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't see where they're coming from at all. And if 
from what you're saying and what Richard's saying that this has to do with gangsters and people that are getting into, you know, people that are committing, um, that are getting into illegal stuff in the first place. Yeah. They're not going to have insurance. And then when they're shooting and stabbing each other up and all that, and they go to the hospital, we're, we're going to wind up paying for that. But you know what, then try to do something to make the gangsters have insurance, or if they don't just leave their asses out on the sidewalk. I mean, you know, this that I don't think that this is something that the AMA needs to get into. There's lots of things that kill more people in America than whatever they want to call gun violence is. And uh, one of those things, by the way, is malpractice by doctors. Maybe we should do something about that. Yeah, I I believe they, they conveniently forget that part of it as well. Yeah. So but let's go through. Let's um. Let's go through this article real quick here so we can uh, have a discussion about this with people. So this, let me see, I think this is on uh, Vox, but there's a bunch of places where these articles are. I'm just picking one. The country's largest doctor group just took its most aggressive stance on gun control yet. The AMA overwhelmingly voted to get behind a slew of gun control measures this week. I don't know what the AMA has to do with the Second Amendment or laws in America. The American Medical Association, the U.S. largest physician group, officially endorsed a variety of gun control measures on Tuesday, according to Lindsay Tanner at the Associated Press. The, the, uh, so here's what they want. They want a minimum age requirement of 21 to own or buy guns and ammo. Bullshit. <laughs> Definitely unconstitutional. And uh, that means that that these doctors are saying that you can't defend or protect yourself until you get to 21. So the criminals that we were just talking about, when they when they rob you and shoot you, you you don't have any way to stand up for yourself. You don't have any way to fight back unless you're 21 years old. According to what they're saying, that's bullshit. Uh, Licensing and safety course requirements for gun owners. uh, Bullshit, too. You know, the uh, Second Amendment doesn't say anything about that. We already have things in place. I don't think we need to add more more to whatever we have in place. Mm-hmm. Registration requirements for all firearms. What the hell is that going to do? <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not going to stop, you know, the street thugs or whoever wants to commit a crime. That's yeah. It, they don't register the guns anyway. They got burner yeah. guns. Um, and but what is it going to do? What What, yeah. what is it going to do? Closing loopholes that allow people accept Except what it's going to do is this. Those of us who have guns and, and we have them legally and we follow the laws, we will then start to take the burden for everyone else that we're talking about that refuses to get insurance or anything else. That's bullshit. You know, we're already carrying too much weight in America already. We're already paying too much taxes, you know, and all that kind of stuff. We don't need any more of that. And we don't need to give them any um, anything to use against us to make us pay even more. Um, so here's another thing. Uh, like I said, closing loopholes that allow people with a legal history of domestic abuse to buy their own guns. Also more bullshit. We already have a whole bunch of laws in that. You know, what? what is that going to do? Measures that allow courts upon a relative's request to remove guns from homes in which a person is imminently violent or suicidal. More bullshit. Yeah. Um, and it's bullshit. You know, but, we already got that law. Yeah. Better training of doctors on screening suicide risk. And there's a whole bunch of other things that they have in here. Did, I don't, what, you drop this in the chat because I, I got to call BS on one thing immediately. Yeah. OK. All right. So here's the thing. There's a chart and it shows homicides by firearm per one million people. Mm-hmm. Well, 
where, where are, so show me another country that has a population of 300 million people and where there are 300 million known firearms to exist. When you show me that country, then we can de- uh, you know, do a one-to-one comparison. So yeah. what you need to do, typically the best way to talk about this is homicides per capita. In homicides per capita, we are not number one. That, that's not how it works. Yeah, so, I, I don't think we can believe uh, whatever things that they're throwing up, uh, that that particular article is throwing up there. Yeah, so that this chart is complete bogus bullcrap. It is homicides by firearm. But again, homicides by firearm is meaningless because there's near zero homicides by firearm in London. But London is having a higher homicide rate than New York City. Of course, New York City guns are illegal also. Yeah, but there's also okay. here. I'm going to throw up another article because this is the problem with the articles and the media and all that. If we look really close at who these uh, specific articles are and uh, this one is from the AMA themselves. Right. So, you know, let's go in on that and I'll throw it here in the chat so people can um, so people can take. So who does the uh, AMA uh, consist of? There's a lot of bullshit in here. Encourage the development of curricula and training for physicians with a focus on suicide risk assessment. You know, and there was other things they're talking about here in suicide. Well, if someone wants to kill themselves, guns are not the only option. Right. There's tons of options. Actually, that's probably one of the least options. And there's so many things you have to remove. (laughs) I could do a complete show on how bogus this is. So the next chart they have, homicide in 50 industrialized countries, rate per 100,000, Year 2012. Why did they cherry pick the year 2012? Uh, why? I don't know, but I you'd have to look at the stats before and after. But if they're not picking, you know, 2015, 2016, 2017, there's a reason they put pick 2012. Yeah, um, there's a whole bunch of things in here. They oppose um, they oppose concealed carry reciprocity. So they're saying that that if you are a person that has a concealed carry license. You could reciprocity would take you allow you to go from state to state. They oppose that. Why? What is, you know, they want they, they want less violence on criminals. People so, that have concealed carry permits are not using it to just shoot everyone willy nilly. They're just they're just protecting themselves. They're just out there in the public defending themselves because they may be in a situation where there's no one else to defend them. Like the one you're most likely to be in, no matter how many police officers you have someplace. When people are deciding to mug you and kick your ass and beat you down or kill you or kick in your door, the police are not around to save you. They do not want you to be able to defend yourself in those situations if you're outside of your home state. So, again, I go to the stats on this. Hank, you, you just want to cross the border to like Alabama and Georgia and just pop a few caps, right? I mean, because what the heck? It's, it's a different yeah, state. Yeah. You might as well. You're CCW. They have reciprocity. Yeah, you know, these people I don't like. They're not Floridians. Let's pop. But here's the thing. What, what they're not showing you, again, is the stats. How many CCWs where there's reciprocity is there an incidence of homicide? I've never even heard of that statistic. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's a bunch of things in here. Um, they they want to they they want to advocate for schools to remain gun free zones. <laughs> oh, see, I'm okay with that. Can we use guns to make that happen? Mm. Uh, what do you mean? Yeah, make it a gun free zone, but make sure there's armed guards around it to do so. Yeah, I 
you know. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. Well, Hank. Um, they, uh, oppose, they, they oppose requirements or incentives of teachers to carry weapons. So they they want the schools to stay gun free zones and they don't want the teachers to carry weapons, which goes to what you're saying, Richard. They, they want the school to be defenseless. So, look, in the case of what happened here in Florida, the sheriff did not allow. Right. Did not allow the EMTs to go in and save people that were dying. So what the hell what the hell is the AMA talking about? That's what they're supposed to do. If you're if you're if you're a physician, your job is to treat people. You don't want to be in that business. Get the hell out. But the business is to treat people. And the 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 only prop the like guns are not the the majority of the reasons why they have problems. There's lots of reasons why they have problems. Um, one of it is them. They over um, prescribe things to people. <laughs> they over treat people. They uh, mistreat people. So you're, you're starting right there with what's going on with them. Well, it's one year to the day that Steve Scalise was shot up. He was shot up by a CCW Republican, right? No. No? What, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> he was shot by someone who didn't give a crap what the law was. He, he was shot by a guy that was a campaign worker for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> and I believe it was an SKS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know. There's lots there's lots of things in here. And if we go look at um, here's what I want to pull up. So let's let me see. I pulled up something here. Um, this is like top 10 leading causes of death in the United States. OK, nearly 75 percent of all deaths in the United States are attributed to just 10 causes with the top three of these accounting for over 50 percent of all deaths. And here I'll send this to you guys. Yeah, so that you, so that you can see uh, where what I'm referencing here, and then I'll uh, I'll put it in the chat as well. So just take a look at that, and um, here let me put this in the chat so so folks who are here with us can check it out. Thank you. Um, all right, so let's go. Let's uh, run down this for a second. And by the way, guys, don't forget to hit the thumbs ups. You know, we had to restart all of this. We ran into some kind of issues there. Whatever, please hit the thumbs ups if you're if you're coming in now or you came in before. Uh, we appreciate you uh, doing that. So let's pull let's pull up here. We're talking about doctors, uh, the AMA. America's doctors are demanding gun control. They are demanding that uh, we ignore the Second Amendment. So uh, the article that I shared is uh, for folks who are watching this later. It's uh, entitled the top 10 leading causes of death in the United States. It says nearly 75% of all deaths in the United States are attributed to just 10 causes, with the top three of these accounting for over 50% of all deaths. So maybe we should make some laws around these. This was uh, this data came from 2014 for whatever reason. And uh, let's take a look at it. Number one, heart disease. <laughs> 614,348 deaths, heart disease. Get off the couch. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are we going to do to regulate that? Well, Bloomberg's got a plan for that also. Uh, you know, he's going to prevent people in New York City from using elevators. you got to walk up and down the stairs. You can only have, what, 32-ounce uh, sodas. You can buy two 32-ounce sodas, but not one 64-ounce soda. And uh, he banned, what was it, fats? Trans fats? Trans fats. Um, so they're for all kinds of trans, but not trans fat. <laughs> You know, this is an LGBT uh, they, they <laughs> Everything else can, can take trans, but not fat. <laughs> Go ahead. They, they can, can take, take one. one. Of my, they can take one of my shooting courses like uh, Babyface P did, and um, they can lose some weight that way. 
Yeah. But once again, um, for sure, there's um, a lot of people that are overweight and all that kind of stuff. People need to be healthier. You cannot litigate that. You cannot litigate that. Okay. You can't. All you're going to do is make trans fats now like the next uh, meth. So can can we pause on this topic for just a minute? Because if if you're into risky behavior and the rest of us have to pay for it, Part of me says, you know what? You're putting a burden on society. So should we ban Golden Corral? Should we ban fill in the blank? Because, you know, if have you ever been to a Golden Corral? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I hate to say I do this all the time. Wherever I am, I look around and I say, hey, what's my peer group? Wow, my peer group is morbidly obese people at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of wonder, I'm like, huh. If I keep eating here, am I going to end up like that? Mm-hmm. Now, moving on to other things. Say I free climb. I climb up rock faces with my bare hands. I don't. But say I do behavior like that. Should my insurance go up? Should I be – I mean because if they have to bring you know, with a helicopter out there to get me. Or I know guys in the airplane community like they're flying from Hawaii and they lose their engine and boom, they got rescue helicopters, Coast Guard out there. If you're engaging in risky behavior, should you pay an extra tax for it because you're a burden on society? Um, I don't know that you should pay an extra tax. What you should do, first of all, it's not society's, um, it's not something that they're obligated to do to give you health care. They're not obligated to do that. So I don't think it should be, when when you're talking about taxes, that's for me what taxes should be for. Taxes should not exist or be really low. Right. If you we're talking healthcare, and healthcare, like any other insurance, should be based on your risk. It's just like life insurance. If you mm-hmm. are a sick person, your life insurance goes up higher. Period. Right. right. If you're older, it goes up higher. Yeah. Exactly. Same thing with auto insurance. You keep crashing your car, your your car, your auto insurance goes up. You don't have a right to that, you know. And if you're if if you're not responsible when it comes to those things, they're gonna raise the price of it. If you can't, if your car gets kept, keeps getting stolen, if this thing or that thing, the thi- like insurance should be based on risk. That's what it's about. Companies get into the business where they absorb the risk. They say, okay, we're going to take on all these people for this particular insurance. If people's house burns down, you know, we're going to take the risk of, well, you know, if we have a thousand clients, only five of them, their houses are going to burn down. So we'll make money. Okay, this is this is why it's not a game that the government should be in because the government can't do that. If the government gets into that game, they're going to have to carry the insurance. People are going to take that insurance and they're going to still get fat. The, then the government now is going to have to hire someone to follow everyone around or put a freaking lock over your mouth so you can't eat shit. So right. I kind of balance that against my libertarian views of, you know what, it, it's not my freaking business. But then part of the libertarian view is. If it, what is it? If it doesn't break my nose or pick my pocket, what do I care? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I see, I don't know if someone made this comment here, but Lola wrote this on the board. Okay, this is Lola's comment. She says, there is poor food choices, then there is uh, ob- obesity, which is a disease, and we have to separate the two. So, I mean, but these, these are still things that people have to deal with individually, well, I think. Now, here's so. the other thing. There's genetic predisposition. So I'm doing the Atkins diet, which is, you know, low carb. So it's you can eat all the bacon, all the fat, everything you want, cheese, as long as it came from a living animal, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Now, 
my wife was going nuts. My wife's in the medical field and she's like, Oh, your cholesterol and all that bit. I get it tested. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Now people that don't eat a diet, like, I mean, that's crazy high cholesterol. And I've read about Atkins that your cholesterol actually goes down, even though you're having massive amounts for it because you're in ketosis and your body's burning. Mm -hmm. Now, it could have been, I have a genetic predisposition to it. I know people that are, are super thin, their their cholesterol numbers are through the roof. It's just genetics. I, I have that too. Um, I take uh, Pravastatin. Uh, and no matter how uh, good I eat, my cholesterol levels are going to be high. So I take Pravastatin and Lola, I'm sure Lola definitely knows what Pravastatin is. Uh, that will lower, that actually keeps my cholesterol in check, but now keep in mind, I do take uh, different supplements. Like um, I will take um, Metamucil, um, and you know, one of the byproducts is Metamucil. You know, yep, there you go. Yep. Yeah, That's, someone, yeah. someone wants to, uh, CB wants to know what's the sneeze noise. That's pebbles. I think, right? Is yeah, that yeah, that's, that's the, yeah, yeah, there you go. Pair. That's Pebbles. Uh, Richard is a true part. Go ahead, show Pebbles again because I wasn't locked on you. Okay, yeah, he's he's he wants attention. Yeah, so that's why he's over there. Can you give Pebble some seeds? <laughs> he's got all the seeds. He just yeah. wants me. Okay, yeah, okay. So let him be on your shoulder, so because we could we could hear the uh, we could hear the squawking and the thing. Squawking. So go, go ahead, uh, go ahead and finish all that. Right. Um, also, I take uh, I take black seed oil, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and that's uh, and I also would take um, sometimes I'll take uh, fish oil. Sometimes I do krill oil. Uh, and all of those uh, basically are designed to, you know, keep your, uh, you know, bad cholesterol low and your good cholesterol high. Uh, and so, you know, but keep in mind with the high cholesterol, that can lead to heart disease, which is, I think, the number one killer on that that, that list. Right. So, yeah. you know, and, you know, for me, I get my blood drawn. I mean, I'll be 50 years old in a couple of years. So I get my blood drawn. Um, I, you know, do all the things that I have to do to make sure that I'm healthy, because what you don't want to do is have that type of thing come up to on you, you know, and voila, now you did, you know, or, you know, it could have been prevented. Hell, if you pay an insurance um, every paycheck, you should take your behind to the doctor and get checked, at least get checked. You know, I mean, that's crazy. That's like that's like having a, a gun. And buying all the ammo in the world, but never shooting. Yeah, never know? training, never training, yeah, never, never training. Instructions. Yeah, exactly. So never, never cleaning it. <laughs> exactly. Never cleaning it. Yeah. And spending yeah. it to run right. You know, yeah. so. Yeah. So let's uh, Mr. Holster says the government can't get out of their own way. It takes 10 government employees to turn a lock, all a waste of money. Um, I agree with that. Let's take a look at the other things um, here that. Uh, you know, on this list of 10 things. Oh, number two, cancer. Oh cancer. boy, cancer. You know what? Damn, you gotta make cancer illegal, man. Oh, and guess we what? Gotta, we gotta get some cancer control going on here. Now, I'm guessing number three is guns, right? No, no, no. What, what do you mean? What? No, it's not. <laughs> well, getting, getting, getting back to cancer, I'm gonna tell you guys this, and you can, you can say it's hogwash or whatever. They got a cure for cancer, trust me. Okay, there is a cure for cancer. If there was no, if if there was a cure for cancer, think about all the trillions of dollars that will be lost. Okay, so just like I believe that there is a cure for AIDS, you know, I mean, how can Magic Johnson all of a sudden have no 
uh, AIDS antibodies in his, in his in his system anymore because um, you got money. Yes, you got it money. is because it is because of money. But um, one of the things that magic there's actually some human beings that have a um, a genetic. Uh, how can I put it? They have genetics that's actually resistant to AIDS, right? Right. There's actually human beings like that that have those genetics. And when you're tested, like we had genetic tests, mm-hmm. I believe uh, my mom, she has these genetics where she's naturally oh. res- resistant to AIDS. And so there, there's places where you can get treatment, where you get transfusion of blood from those people that have that. There's lots of different things like that going on. Of course, if you have money, it can help with most things. But I'll tell you, there's one ultimate cure for everything in the world, Rod. It's called death. <laughs> We oh, all, yeah. we're yeah, all we all born. Yeah. We're all born. We're all going to die at some point. Right. <laughs> so right. The, the, the thing that the thing about that is that I think that's the ultimate cure. People are born. People die. Am, am I saying that people, you know, people will never maybe figure out a way to, to be immortal or whatever? I don't know. But right now we live in a world where mm-hmm. people are born. People die for lots of reasons. We can't make death illegal. There's lots of things that kill people. Well, so, I, I understand um, this now. AIDS just didn't come out of nowhere. Okay, yeah. I believe I believe AIDS is man-made, and I believe it was a chemical weapon, and it got into the wrong hands. And at this point, now it's you know to where it is. But so you mean to tell me all the millions and trillions of years that the Earth existed, that AIDS all of a sudden just came about in the eighties? Um, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that we have lots of diseases that, um, you know, uh, what new disease yeah. do we have yeah. other than AIDS? Yeah. So listen, this is Ooh. a completely, you know what? I was going to call BS on you, but you're right about that. Yeah. Listen, this is a completely different subject that we can't yeah, get yeah, into. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lola says cancer cells are a process of your own bodies. Okay. Right, it's Some, immune system. Yeah. AIDS, uh, we introduce into our bodies. <laughs> Cancer is curable, but more often with early uh, detection. That's from Lola. There's lots of things going on here with whether or not I'm not going to say whether or not the government creates diseases and stuff like that, because we know that people do create things and they and, and they deliberately infect people and all these kinds of things happen. Um, but, you know, I mean, we, we can get we can get lost in a quagmire here of what we're having this specific conversation about if we get real deep into it. So I'm going to I'm going to just try. Rod, we'll listen. If you remember that, we can have that. We'll do one of the episode numbers. <laughs> you know, we'll do one of the episode numbers where we get deep into that. Um, yeah. So number three, because because uh, uh, Richard says number three is going to be guns. Uh, no, guns. No, number three is chronic lower respiratory disease. So COPD, asthma, as Lola says, uh, also introduced by um, aliens in in uh, back in when was that? Was that 600 BC? The aliens came and environmental. Okay, Lola says it's environmental. Oh, guess what? Some things in the environment trying to kill our asses. No. (laughs) Anyway, so that's COPD. (laughs) That's number three. Okay, I'm cracking my own. This is the Happy Friday show. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Number four. Number four. (laughs) That uh, the number four thing: accidents. I mean, also, that, like accidental discharge. What are we talking about? No, accidents also referred to as unintentional injuries. So, yeah. I mean, that can probably go. There's probably a whole bunch of things that yeah, yeah. drop into that. And I'm also, sure I'm sure somewhere in there is in accidental um, injuries. There's some gunshot things. But we're talking that's probably a big part of that's car accidents. Right. Falling off ladder. 
Yeah, we can go on and on with that kind of thing. Accidental roller coaster injuries. coming off the rails. Yeah, your wife accidentally chops off your Johnson, you know, and then doesn't call the the, the paramedics for you. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff that could happen. So that's number four. Number five, stroke. So, uh, and this says cerebrovascular disease. So strokes. So there you go. That's number five. Strokes happens to a lot of people. Um, so we can go through that. Number six, Alzheimer's. Oh, yeah. Alzheimer's. That's number six on this list. I'm going to just keep going down so we could we don't get too miserable. Number seven, diabetes, which is also probably a, it's, you know, what's diabetes? Diabetes is both, right? Yeah. So Lola says diabetes is both. Number eight, influenza and pneumonia. Okay, in yep. this day and age, influenza kills 55,000 people still? Well, oh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just common. Yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think uh, guns, whether they're accidental, deliberate, or intentional or whatever, is killing this many people in America every year. So, um, and I haven't been calling off the number, but, you know, so nine, number nine, kidney disease, 48,000 people. So that's number nine. Uh, number 10, suicide. That's number 10, 42,000 people. We've seen a lot of that this week. Yeah, you know, and we're seeing a lot of those. So these are all the things. These are the top 10 things in America that are, that are you know, resulting in people dying. What about, uh, what about police? No, it's not. It's uh, these aren't. It's not in the top ten. <laughs> oh damn! Wow, I can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the top ten, dude. <laughs> you know, these are these are the things that are up there, and I don't know, man. I think that, I think that what we have here, the AMA, they're just trying to get more money out of this situation. You know, they're trying to use something that's hitting the news, and they're like, oh, let's see if we can get some more money. Let's see if we jump in on the side of the pol- of of like all these liberal progressive politicians. Maybe they'll send some more money in our direction. I mean, you know, if you think about it right now, the things that the medical I'm not look, I'm not coming down on um, on, you know, Lola, she's in, in medicine. I'm not coming down on medicine itself. But what the fuck do these people know? <laughs> They just think they know some shit. I would say follow the money because, yeah. you know, you don't exactly. know if any town or every town, whatever it's called, or George Soros just forked over a bunch of money. Yeah. And I'm going to get a little conspiratorial here. Name a country in the world that has gun rights like we do. There isn't. There's not one left. So once you get the guns out of the United States, what can happen? Anything. Like complete, as far as I'm concerned, complete anarchy is going to be eventually what's going to happen. So but you will have, have you will have total government. Yeah, you're going to have total government control. Right. Yeah. So this is the thing. And I think the doctors, they definitely want this. That's I, what we're facing. And I think, med- look, let's think about medicine. I mean, how long ago was it in medicine that I, you know, these people were saying it's OK to take uh, spikes and 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 you know, put spikes in people's brains and, and do lobotomies and stuff right. like that. How long ago was that normal treatment for people? Or shock treatment. Yeah. You know, so th- this is the thing. I don't, you know, I don't really think that these guys, I'm not trying to say that they don't do things with people in society. They do. But I think they need to just like stand down on this one and stay the hell out of it. So 
Well, yeah. and here's the thing that I don't like is you got to play the numbers. And if you look at things, um, if you take gang violence out of the equation as far as gun deaths go, swimming pools are more more deadly to kids under 18 than guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But nobody's calling for swimming pool control or, or tighter regulations or training or or that everybody becomes a lifeguard. Right. It's just like the same thing with the AR-15. Statistically, on a yearly basis, less than 400 deaths a year are attributed to long guns. And long guns can be shotguns, rifles, anything. And some percentage of them are AR-15s. So we're we're talking about more people die from getting hit on the head by coconuts than all long guns. Yeah, more people die from uh, knowing Hillary Clinton. That's the Arkansas suicide. Yeah. Uh, classified information has uh, some good stuff on this. Classified information says not hitting the like button is a leasing cause of death. <laughs> so please make sure you hit the like button. If you want to live really long, <laughs> share this video. <laughs> there you go. That's what you need to do right there. <laughs> now, Obama uh, had a study done. Like everybody, the left always says that, oh, it's, it's illegal in the United States to do a study on guns. Now, Obama had a study done on guns. And what they found is up to 5,000 times a day, a gun stops a crime or saves a life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if these people get what they want, we're not we're not capable of putting this genie back into the bottle. Right. We're not capable of doing it. We can't wave a magic wand and make guns disappear. We've yeah, got yeah, lots of they did that in Europe. No, they didn't disappear. France, you know, gun free country, gun free continent. And nobody's used a gun in terrorism in France at all, ever. No. So exactly. We cannot we cannot make them disappear. So what what is that? What exactly is it we're going to do here if these guys get their way? People who follow the law are going to give up their guns and then you will have people who do not follow the law, do not give a crap about the law or who are looking to attack us, you know, or to victimize people. It's going to be free reign. Right. And and actually in Australia, when they took all the guns, home invasions increased. Yeah. I mean, look at look at what we talk about that's happening in England all the time. Now, if you if someone if someone breaks into your house in England and you kill them, it's it's your fault. You need to go to jail now because you did that. Well, you know, there's just as many acid attacks in Palm Beach, Florida, as there are in London, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. No, it doesn't so, happen. Yeah. And um, even there was, where was this? There was an article that I was going to read that came out of Florida. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, so check this out. So this is on the truth about guns. And uh, here, let me see. I'm going to share it with you guys real quick. Cool. Here in the chat so you guys can see this article. And uh, and then let me see. I'll share it with everyone here so you guys can see this. Uh, okay, so I'm going to read this article to you guys. Uh, burglary. Burglary. Victim clueless neighbors say he should have shot him in the foot. So here's you know what happened. How hard that is. <laughs> yeah. So following a string of burglaries in the neighborhood, the residents of the 2800 block of La Canada Street in Las Vegas were on high alert. That's why when two suspicious characters were seen lurking around, the police were quickly called. The situation escalated, however, when the two men in question began prying their way into a man's home. The homeowner grabbed his gun. This is Vegas. 
is legal to have a gun to defend yourself and all that. He grabbed his gun and fired, killing one of the burglars while the second man fled and hasn't been found. Police are sent, um, sending the case to the DA's office, but they're not expecting any charges to be filed against the homeowner. The victim's neighbors, on the other hand, are critical. Here's what one of the neighbors, Elizabeth Cannon, said when interviewed. Shooting him in the foot would have been a better idea. He has the right to defend his property, but not in the way of murdering someone. <laughs> wow. Another How do you neighbor, know that, that also, person that was breaking in wasn't trying to murder him? Of course he was. Why, why, are, you trying to break, why are you trying to come into my house? Yeah. Uh, another neighbor, Oscar Rodriguez, echoed that sentiment. If he felt he was in danger, I guess he, ha- he has the right to shoot, Rodriguez said. But I would shoot him in the leg to keep him alive and then call police. Okay, what happens if you hit that uh, carotid artery? And they bleed out. Oh, femoral. I'm sorry, fem- yeah, femoral artery. I mean, yeah, and that's, that's where that's in the leg. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Please don't take this the wrong way. I have tremendous amount of respect for my dad, but my dad, I guess, gets caught up in the hype of the news. He's like, "Well, Zimmerman used the kill shot on him." I'm like, "Somebody show me that mm-hmm. kill shot." I mean, now, look. All right, let, let's Rod Mills. Mm-hmm. You don't know me. We're in a dark alley. I, I got I'm coming at you. And I said, I'm going to cut you into little pieces. What are you going to do? I'm going to go ahead and draw my weapon. Yeah. yeah. And, and when I, I keep draw, coming I'm going, at you, I'm going center mass, baby. Center mass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, Hank, I drove 15 hours to get to your house. I had four hours sleep on the road. Mm-hmm. I, I was worried I was going to be able to shoot at all. Mm hmm. You yeah. know, if you wake up in the middle of the night, you're in a dark alley, whatever, you're out with your friends, you had a drink or two. I don't know. I'm not recommending having a gun while you go and drinking, but somebody's coming at you and you're in fear for your life. Center mass. I don't yeah. I'm not going to wing Rod. You know, if I, I think he's coming at me because who knows, he may pull a gun and shoot me. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I have that uh, that same thing come up in, uh, with uh, several of my students that I've taught. And in my uh, range, there's like a a 15-yard marker on the uh, center block wall uh, where we shoot at. And I and what I do is, and anybody that says, hey, I'm going to shoot him in the arm or the leg, I say, okay, you know what? Cool. We'll understand that. Let's go back maybe 15 yards. And I say, look how small that is. Now, keep in mind, if that's someone's arm or leg, that arm and leg is not just standing still, it's moving, either okay. coming towards you to the side to side or, you know, it's, it's, it's moving. It's not static. It's not staying there. So imagine trying to hit that. And when now these same students. All right. So I, I've got a IPSEC target. This is what I practice on, you know, at my range here. And if they have a trouble hitting this center mass how in the hell are you gonna hit somebody's leg that's only a few uh inches wide and moving and from a distance and possibly at night there's a lot of misconceptions on that yeah good luck with that um don't don't listen to these people's advice the first thing out of their mouths should have been this simple advice if you don't want to get shot and you don't want to die don't break into people's houses how about that and here's the whole thing and if one of the reasons I didn't get a gun until I got married. And once I had to protect myself because I provide for my family and the ability to protect my family, that's when I'm like, you know what? Having a gun makes sense. All of that being said, the best thing, the best gunfight is the gunfight you avoid. Mm-hmm. If you can get out of that situation any way possible, you know, that's, that's the first defense. 
get the frick out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, if, if you're kicking in my door in the middle of the night in Palm Beach, there there's going to be a crime scene cleanup crew coming in. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My, you know, uh, my friends that are police officers, you know, they probably tell me, Ron, we, you know, hell, if we knew that we got to come to your house because someone broke in, hell, we, we, we're taking our time because <laughs> they already know. That, you know, trust me, I mean, even in my house, I practice, you know, with the uh, with my blue gun, my training gun, and I practice different scenarios. And I'm going to I'm going to be honest with folks. I mean, if you if you're in your dead sleep, dead sleep, let's let's just say you're snoring, calling hogs and you just so happen. My biggest fear is me not waking up, you know, and somebody coming in my house. You know, because understand this, if you're dead tired from working 10, 12 hours a day, you know, it's probably and and that person, unless they're just totally busting down your door, you know, you might you might not even wake up until, you know, that person may be standing over you. But just in case if they're not, I practice in my room, in my house you know, tactics, if, if that happens, you know, there's, there's one that I run where, you know what, you know, uh, I may get behind my bed, you know, and kneel down and wait for them to come to the room. I got another tactic where I will come in and I will, you know, shield myself behind the wall and, you know, in my, my hallway is like a kill zone. I don't care where you can shoot up or down side to side, that bullet is going to hit you somewhere in my, my hallway, you know? So, you know, I, I do that and I practice that and I think everybody else should do that. If you haven't done that, you need to really think about doing that. You know, well, thanks and you say that. Yeah. Because yeah. I haven't. And then the other thing you gotta think about is, you know, what's behind the target is always right. the question. Like if you right. miss, if the guy, you know, dodges left mm-hmm. and you just put a bullet through your kid's bedroom door or something, that's bad. Well, I yeah. live alone, so you know, anybody that's not in my house, that's not in my bed with me. Uh, they are they're gonna get shot, you know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so listen, thirteen C Gun Reviews is in the chat. Shout out to him. I think he's gonna go live on uh, Instagram at nine. We're probably gonna run a little late. Um, we're gonna still be doing a show at nine, but he says that door was locked for your protection. Absolutely, the criminal exactly. protection. Exactly. Yeah. Like, why are you trying to get into people's house? Why do you want to get into someone's house? Why are you trying to come into a person's uh, house uh, uninvited? That's the thing. And I don't want to make you guys more miserable, but I'll read you this article from the New York Post. Um, a comedian raped and murdered on way home from a gig. Raped? And and, yeah, this is in uh, Australia, I believe. Oh, An up-and-coming young comedian was raped and murdered while she walked home from a stand-up gig in Australia, uh, sparking a nationwide outcry over violence against women, according to reports Friday. I'm almost home safe, HBU. Um, that's that's the message she sent. Unique Dixon, 22, wrote in a Facebook message just moments before the attack. The comic had just done a, a set at a Highlander bar in Melbourne and was blocks from her apartment when the attacker struck around midnight Tuesday. According to local paper, her body was found in a football field roughly three hours later. James Todd, 19, later turned himself in and was charged with rape and murder. Well. You know, I mean, yeah, there's no what you one. You need to be able to defend yourself. 
And and this is a very young person who needed to be able to defend themselves, which goes against everything people are trying to say. And two, when you're defending yourself, you don't you don't shoot to maim or scare someone. Don't ever do that. If someone's if, if someone put you in a in a in a situation where you think you're in this much imminent danger, they risk their lives. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what's going on. They're challenging your life. They're risking their life, period. Okay. End yeah. the story. Let's be more polite to each other in the future. Yeah, I'll yeah be you know, an, an armed society is a polite society. Oh, right. yeah. I completely agree. You know, can you think about how many fights you've had at a gun show? All the people, you know, all the fist fights breaking out. And they, Never. Yeah. Or, even NRA, or even NRA. Or uh, where is that you go to a shot show? Yeah, I've never seen any mass shootings at NRA or shot show or a gun show. You know, nope. And, and it's amazing that all of these hundreds of thousands of guns and not one, not one death. So tell yeah. me, what does that say? And we don't all get along with each other. Yeah, it's not like we, but we respect but we're each other. Yeah, you better. <laughs> you know, because I know that hell, if I act a fool, I'm probably going to have some holes in me. You know, because you know. But you know, a uh, society with guns is a polite society. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it, I mean, understand this. Let's go back to the wild, wild west. You know, uh, hey, everybody had a gun back then. You know, now people saw their differences. You know, m- you know more so in in what we would classify inhumane now uh, with gun fights. But I will say this though that you know, if you got everybody walking around with a gun, you're you're less likely to go out there and talk crap to them. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So uh, let's see. But you know what, though? I'm, I'm going to say, let me interrupt real quick. Uh, Hank, I wish mm-hmm. we would have more officers in blue that would come out and physically say what they say in private, that it is not our responsibility to protect you before you get there. You have to protect yourself. You know, I just wish more and more officers would come out and say that. So that way people can then understand that, you know, because when I tell people that they're like, wow, really? You're right. And I'm like, what police does comes up to to a scene a minute after a shooting, you know, or somebody busts your door down. And, you know, if you happen to if your alarm clock, an alarm company rather, uh, you know, calls the police. I used to work for a alarm company. It's you're talking about it. I mean, five minutes at the minimum. You know what can happen in five minutes? Oh, yeah. And that's before the call goes to the police, not before the police. Exactly. Right. So, um, you know, I I think that there are lots of police officers that are pro Second Amendment, that they understand this, that they recommend to their family members, people who they care about to be armed, to protect themselves. I think, you know, police officers are human beings. At the same time, you have lots of police officers who are actually anti-gun who are, you yeah, know, raging liberals and progressives and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And in, in a small case, you have some just like the criminals who enjoy being the only ones that are armed. So that's yeah. just the reality of what we're dealing with. It, 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 it was hard for me to fathom a police. I got uh, several police officer friends that hate going shooting. I'm like, how can you hate going shooting? You know, but they're like, man, we... We don't. The only time we ever shoot our guns is to qualify. I'm like, wow. <laughs> and and, and, and oh, just so everybody knows, not every police officer can shoot. Understand like that. that. You know, you got a lot of police officers that barely, barely 
qualify for the shooting exams. You know, yeah. they can't hit a brass out of a barn. You yeah. know, they like they like enforcing the law, but they can't shoot worth a damn. And yeah. so understand that, too. Yeah. What were you going to say, Richard? I was living in Jupiter, Florida, in town for about seven years, and then I bought a place in Jupiter Farms. And I saw a Jupiter town cop, like they have town police, and there's, you know, Palm Beach County Sheriff also. And the cop says, you gun guy? I say, yeah. He's like, well, you take care of the problem, then you call the cop, uh, the sheriff. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. I'm like, not that I like that. But one other thing that kind of dovetails with that, as Somebody with a gun, you know, I, I think it's my responsibility to provide for my family's protection. I, I have a wife and a daughter. One of my buddies that teaches, he said, my goal is not to shoot the guy. My goal is to defend the family until the police get there to take care of the problem. I don't want to do it. And, and here's a couple of things. Say any one of us, you know, in the next day, the next week, whatever, come into an encounter where, unfortunately, you got to take someone out. It's mm-hmm. easily going to cost you $10,000 worth of legal fees. You're, you very likely will get arrested. You'll get your guns taken away, or at least the gun you used at that time. And then you got to go through some court process because you see all these people. Oh, you should have shot him in the foot. You should have shot him in the leg. How come you took the kill shot? And it's like, dude, I, I'm, I'm defending my wife and family. Wow. Um, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, let's, you know what? Let's uh, pause here for a second so that we can switch into some. You know, it's Friday. We've got to switch into some positive stuff, I guess, before we make people too miserable. <laughs> too miserable. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, just I, I want to remind you guys to get on HankStrange.tv. Put in your email address. Uh, that's we we do a weekly newsletter. I haven't put one out. I'll put one out when uh, after we end the show here tonight. I'll get it out. We usually do it on Fridays. It's a little late because. We're still here painting and stuff like that. We're giving things away on there. Yesterday, we gave away um, a ATI Outdoors Ruger 1022 stock that you had to go and uh, comment on an ATI Outdoors posting and, of course, be in the email list. So please do that. That's a good way for us to keep it, let everyone know what we're doing. Also, I give out my number on that. You know, you guys can email me through that thing. So go there, put in your email address and, uh, you know, let's stay in touch that way. Don't forget to hit the thumbs ups. OK, we need those, especially since we had to restart. I see some people calling for Gorn. OK, do you guys who, who's got Gorn? Who's got some guns to share? Uh, I know Richard Hughes should have some famous guns here at this point. Oh, uh, my trunk. Oh, they're in your trunk. Oh, well, okay. Hank, I don't have any guns, but I got a gun accessory here. Okay, what uh, is that? This is a uh, foam action sports uh, suit. Uh, he actually uh, prompted me to uh, to get this, and what I do is, um, you know, I use this at the range, and um, you know, I can use it like I can rest my uh, barrel up on here or this way, uh, and it's very light. It's made out of foam. And it doesn't cost, I think it's only like $9.99 from their website. So if you guys go to uh, foamactionsports.com, this is a really good, you know, quality accessory to have when you're going to the range. Okay. um, And how much did that cost? Uh, $9.99. Okay. All right. Very interesting. Very, Very reasonable. Very. Okay. Very cool. Okay. Did you have something there, Richard? Oh, all right. I already put it away. Oh, you did? Okay. Well, here, I'll lock it on you. LC9S. Uh, yeah, and I do. I have the laser on it just so it fits the holster, so the uh, front sight doesn't go through and catch. But 
I'm super accurate with this. I, uh, it's amazing how good it is compared to the regular LC9. And there's also an EC9 out, and uh, Big Daddy Guns has it. You ought to do a review on that. Oh, okay. Um, I'll get on that. I'll try to work on that. <laughs> yeah, lots of we've got lots of reviews that are in the pipeline right now, but we'll try to we'll try to work on that one. It's a little crazy for me over here, so I haven't had a chance to like bring the guns over and and all that kind of stuff. So pretty much what I have on me is my uh, is my G forty three, my trusty trusty G forty three. So there you go. Um. You know, Hank, um, a lot a lot of things that people don't we don't uh, talk to, uh, talk enough about on your show is good Kydex holsters. Uh, this is my Bravo concealment here. Uh, you you can never put a, uh, a a price on a good holster, okay? Uh, especially a comfortable holster that fits good on your body. Uh, so, guys, when you're getting a holster, a Kydex holster, you know don't don't skip out on the uh, the on the money. I mean, you can't, you just can't put a good price a price on a good holster. Well, the the way I see it is, I I don't know how many people carry in the in the chat, but you're probably going to go through two or three holsters before you find one you like. So just right. play in on that. Yeah. And and then I carry differently. Like my standard carry is like I'll wear cargo pants and I'll pocket carry the LC nine. But if I'm wearing dress pants or something, I, I have different options on how to carry. Okay, very cool. Okay, uh, I know you guys saw me rummaging around. This is what we gave away right here. Huge. So, um, Ruger 1022, we gave this away. We have another one of these that we're going to do a build up on. Of course, this is the uh, Ruger 1022 kit. It's not the complete Ruger 1022. It's from uh, ATI Outdoors. There you go, AR22 conversion kit. And uh, we're going to be sending one of these out. The guy who won it, uh, you're probably going to get it because we're, we're, we're about to leave town. So I'm not sure that we're going to be able to ship this out now, but we will ship it to you as soon as we get back. And then when we get back, I'm also going to do a build on one. So we're going to build one up and then we're going to give that away, too. So there you go. Hank, um, a lot of uh, people don't Lola realize. Lola says no, but whatever. I already said it, Lola, too late. Uh -huh. A lot of people don't realize with the ATI, I, when I held the ATI grip, uh, ATI grips uh, will improve your accuracy. Okay, understand that. I mean, they have one of the top of the notch line uh, grips out there, uh, especially the AR platform. And I held that and I'm like, you know, if you have a grip, you got to think this is the little things. If you got a grip that your hand that, that doesn't mold to your hand, you, you're more than likely going to be less accurate with that. With that grip they have, man, that grip is second to none. And my next build, uh, I will definitely have an ATI grip on it. Okay, very cool. And uh, Gorillas and Guns wants to know who won. So it was Tongue for Twisting on Instagram. Uh, he got in touch with me. I, I emailed him and all that. We're going to give away – I'm going to give away a bunch of stuff. So, you know, just bear with me. We're, we're getting a bunch of things organized here. I see Walter, Safety Harbor Firearms, is in the chat. Shout out to Walter. I don't know what he's up to, but Walter, if you, you can come on if you want to and show us some some Gorn or whatever, take it easy. We're going to be doing some giveaways with Walter as well. Um, I also need to remind you guys that I am not going to be doing the show next week. So there you go. We're actually we're going on vacation. Last last 
not this week, but the fall, the previous week when we were off, we were doing things, working around here. But Lola uh, planned for us to go on a vacation a while back. We're going off with the boys. They're they're growing up, so she wants to make sure that we go off. We're we're gonna be in Arizona. So for anyone who's in Arizona, if you you see some big headed people walking around and one of them has a mohawk, it might be me. There you go. <laughs> where are you going? Are you to Sedona. Uh, where are we going in Arizona, Lola? Just Arizona. <laughs> okay, Lola doesn't want to say. Just tell me. I won't tell anyone. Hey, please tell me you're not driving there. We're, no, we're flying. We're flying. Oh, okay. Where are we going Thank in Arizona? Where are we going? The four of them are getting in, in the out. Huh? Peoria. Peoria. Lola says we're going to Peoria. There you go. Well, I'll send you an email. Oh, okay. Uh, what are you sending Lola an email about? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, oh okay. No, I, there's some places I know that are real nice. Oh, okay. Richard's going to suggest places, Lola. Um, I say block that email because I'm not going anywhere. I'm I'm getting off the plane, going to the hotel room, and then I'm ordering room service the whole damn time. <laughs> uh, there, there are just some fantastic watering holes, just great places to hike. Um, I highly recommend the Pink Jeep Tour in Sedona. It's fantastic and very reasonable. Okay. All right. Um, I'm not going to be that far from, uh, what's the name of the Ben Avery. I'm not going to be that far from Ben Avery shooting range. Where was that? Yeah. That's, that's what you had the million man, the million guns shoot. Or? Thousand, thousand. Oh, thousand guns. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the million man shoe is going to be funny. <laughs> that's, I don't know where that's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of guns. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a huge range. And Ben Avery is like the biggest range I think in the world. I don't know. I don't think it could handle a million people shooting all at one time. <laughs> That's a lot uh, of rage officers. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, I just want to remind you guys, we are going to do that. I'm probably going to say that at the end of the show. We'll let it run a little bit long because I think, you know, we restarted and I'm not sure what our runtime is right now, but we'll we'll let it go a little bit here. Um, I also want to remind you guys that we, you know, we, we strip out the audio from this and it goes on iTunes. We put it in a bunch of other places. I'm working on getting it disseminated, the distribution to get it up to more places. But you can listen to this uh, if you're driving and, you know, doing stuff. You're, if you miss me while I'm gone, you can hear our voice. Go to iTunes and search for the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Of course, you can look at the videos that we have on Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded, as well as the Heck Strange on YouTube channel. You can look at those over and over again and share them for us and help us out. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna get some stuff up. Tank says that he sent me a pic of his new gun. I'm guess. Uh, let me see. I don't know if I've gotten that yet. Oh, oh, okay. Here we go. Tank sent me a picture of his new gun. So, ooh, whoa! What's he got? He it looks like a is it? That's an X ninety five, I believe. There you go. Check that out. Boom! Can you guys see that? I don't know if you could. Let me see. I don't know how well you guys could see it because there's there's a lot of light up there. But there you go. Can okay. you see that? Oh, nice. Yeah, X ninety five right there. Uh, Hank Str- looks like a Hank Strange hat as well. Well put up in there. So very cool. Um, shout out to him. Congratulations on that. Very nice. Very nice. If you guys have my, my number, you can, you can, uh, send me your pictures and stuff like that as well. While I'm on vacation, you can send me messages, right, Lola? That's fine. Right. You don't mind. Or, you know, somebody has to feed the goats. So we're going to have a a lottery for who feed the goats, right? Oh, no, the goats feed themselves. (laughs) It's called grazing. (laughs) What about the dog? Uh, we'll have someone that's going to, um, that's going to be visiting. Don't worry. The Hacienda is secured. Lockdown. If you 
Yeah, like I said, if you want to know what my number is, I do give it out. It's on social media right now. I think you can find it on Instagram. You can find it on Facebook and some other places. Yeah. Uh, is it on Twitter? Yep, there you go. It's up on Twitter as well as you can just go to HankStrange.tv. And every Friday when we send out that newsletter, I also uh, republish my number and you guys can text me. You know, you can call me. Sometimes I answer, but most of the times, you know, text me and then I'll text you back and all that kind of good stuff. You know, that's how we do that. So that's how Richard connected with us. Right, Richard? Yep. Yeah, it was so, buzzing through the neighborhood on that 19-hour drive. Yeah, and Leatherface, Leatherface is in the chat. He says he's not far from Ben Avery's. There you go. Very cool. Uh, Larry Fulton says there's actually a lot of cool stuff to see in Arizona. Um, I agree with you. I've been in Arizona several times that I've been working. Um, Lola, have you ever been in Arizona? No, Lola's never been. That's why she's going. The boys, of course, have never been. And uh, I've been flying since I was like five years old, but my sons have never gotten on a plane ever. Whoa. So, and they are 18 and 19. So it's about time their butts go on a plane. Are they geeked? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they care. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not a big deal to them. Um, uh, classified information says Hank's goats are protected by the goat rescue squad. <laughs> hmm. uh, so there you go. Uh, Archangel says Hacienda is protected by the shadow squad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see. Uh, opt out of gun control says, "Can I eat the goat?" <laughs> <Sure. laughs> oh. As long as the kids aren't around to see that, because they're they're not fans of that. Um, I I've eaten lots of goats in my life, <laughs> so but these goats apparently are safe from being eaten. You know, mm. as long as they're on the uh, on the property there, so. Um, all right. So let's see. What else do we want to talk about? Like what crazy stuff is going on in the news? That, okay. Uh, okay. So yeah, Islamist that. extremist ricin plot foiled by German police. I'm going to drop that in the chat. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So Islamist. if they don't use guns and they don't use bombs and they don't use trucks and they don't use knives... What were they going to go to next? What were they going to go to? I don't know. Surprise me. And I, I don't know if you guys know what ricin is, but yeah. that is like, I believe it was developed by the Russians. They use it to kill off spies. Mm -hmm. Apparently there's no cure for it. And just the smidgen of a dust, a speck of dust of it will kill you. Wow. Mm. And uh, if for, for those of you that are fans of, oh gosh, what was the TV series or Netflix series? Where they make the meth? Where they made the meth. Um, oh, I forgot the name of that thing. What's the, that? The Breaking Bad. Huh? Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. There you go. I think Pebbles wants to go up on your shoulder. You, you seen him? Like, Pebbles, to... He's complaining. He's complaining. We can hear him squawking. Uh, he, he just wants to hang out of my finger. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Let's lock it on there so we can show everyone Pebbles. Pebbles will not be ignored, damn it. You're talking huh? Pebbles like, are you serious? Yeah. He's adding commentary. Yeah, exactly. He's like, why, why are you leaving me out of this, dude? Yeah, so, wow, this is, so this guy was trying to make rice in. So this is in Cologne, right? So if, yeah, in Germany, and apparently, I don't want to give away recipes, rice in is very easy to make. Mm -hmm. and just crazy toxic so if you uh boy and you know what i'm not i'm gonna stop talking here because i was gonna give away a whole bunch of mm -hmm. ideas and methodologies don't do that in, 
And the problem is, if you're the least bit creative and you think about how things work, you you can inflict incredible damage. Yeah, there's, there's no way to stop people from doing these things other than in the moment and being vigilant and constantly looking out for people that do horrible things, right? So again, not guns, not bombs, not knives, not, you know, fill in the blank. You know, they want to do knife control in England because there are no guns and that, that's the weapon of choice. The mm-hmm. problem is evil in the hearts of men. And, and that really is it. Yeah. Well, if they, I mean, and I'm telling you that it's, if people think that that's not going to happen in England, that they make knives illegal, I think it can happen. It's highly likely to, to, to happen there, as a matter of fact. And then people will just, you know, people will still keep using knives because you can make knives all you want to. They, they're not capable of stopping the knives. They'll but run then, people over. They're yeah. already doing it. Yeah. Or they'll go to, um, you know, they, they, they can go to... Um, it can go to cricket bats. You can't. You think you can't do damage with cricket bats, right? You well, know, the, what? the stat is if you compare homicides in the United States versus England, the people get uh, either stabbed or beaten to death. And I'm like, I'd rather take a bullet. Mm-hmm. I'd rather take a bullet and bleed out mm-hmm. than being beaten or strangled or stabbed to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I, I hope that you're you're looking for some news, Rod Mills. Let's uh, and let's try to find some. It's Friday. Let's try to, yeah, let's try to find some Friday freaky news. Let's see what we can find. Freaky news for Friday. Um, I don't know if this really like fits into the category, but here's a headline, something that we talked about, I think, a couple of months ago. If you guys if anyone who watches on a regular basis, we were talking about Jewel Santana that was arrested in New Jersey on gun charges and all that at the, I, I think it was at Newark airport. And then he ran away. <laughs> he was, was going, he, huh? Who's Jules Santana? He's a rapper. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he got, he, he was going through the airport and he got, um, he got like, they went through his bag. They found a gun. He ran away or whatever. So here's the headline. It says, Jewel, uh, judge orders Jewel Santana's mom to accompany rapper on tour. His mom. Yeah. How so, old is he? Uh, he looks like he's 40. Um, <laughs> Newark, New Jersey. Rapper Jewel Santana can go on tour while he's facing weapons charges, provided he's monitored by an electronic ankle bracelet and mom. A federal judge on Friday modified the bail conditions for Santana, whose real name is Laron James, to allow him to play the first five shows of his upcoming 15-city nationwide tour. Among the conditions that Santana's mother accompanies him on the trip, that he drives instead of flies, and that they don't travel with other members of the tour. In court Friday, uh, Santana told the judge that his mother, who wasn't in attendance, had consented to join him on the tour. What? Wait, hold on. You you lose your street cred as a rapper. When your mom's has to go on the tour with you. Wait, wait, wait. I'm trying I to would just I would just say put me in prison. He's gonna go on tour, but he can't be on tour with the other folks on the tour. No. And he has to have his mom's. Yeah. So uh, that's happening. Okay, so so what he he flies ahead of everybody and and they what about the, the people on the tour gotta see him eventually because they gotta perform with them. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. This whole thing is silly, and it's kind yeah, of yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense. I mean, I, I, first of all, I don't. 
you know, we should all be able to travel around America, including Jewel Santana, as long as, you know, he, we, all, we all should be able to travel and be armed and stuff like that. I personally believe that. So the, this is one of the things, right, with, with that. But he, this is still like special treatment for him, I think, to allow him to go on the tour with his moms. But, you know, I'm, well, I'm not happy that they're coming down on him with gun charges. Or I'm, 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 you know, I don't know um, whether this was like a stolen gun or whatever. I don't think it was. Otherwise, he'd be facing more stuff. Um, I know you can own guns in New Jersey. It's not easy to get a concealed uh, weapons permit there or in a lot of places like New York or New Jersey. But, oh, wow. So that's crazy. So. Well, well, they are allowing him to uh, go tour because that is his uh, job. Uh, so they're sense. allowing him to be able to make money, income. Uh, so that's why they're doing that. And that's why. But they got the restrictions on there as well. So, so but I, a hefty fine they're going to levy on him. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, though, Rod, um, if you were traveling and you illegally were trying to take a gun onto a plane or something like that, I still they, would be not, in jail. they would not give a crap that you have to go to a job and work and make some money. But yeah, yeah. it is it is what it is. This is one of the things that needs to get straightened out. I am not against him um, having a firearm or whatever, but, you know, I mean, there are ways that we all do it, right? We have to declare stuff. If you want to travel yeah. with a gun, you got to declare it, you know, and there you go. That's how you got to do it. So people, please. One thing I do before I travel at all, uh, one thing I don't, I never bring my luggage into my man cave where my guns are. Because you never know, there could be that one round that might fall in, you know, your suitcase and you not even know it. And, you know, I'm not saying the, the chances that happen is very minuscule, but there is a chance. So I have a, a, a thing where I never bring my luggage into the room where my guns and ammo are. I, I keep them totally separate. Okay. My problem is I'll be in West Palm Beach at the airport in the long-term parking lot, and I'll be standing there waiting for the bus, and I reach into my pocket. I'm like, oh, crap. So I got a safe in my truck, and I so I you know, run back to the truck quick and you know, lock it up in the safe. Yeah. 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 Now, do we want to – should we go over the rules of what you're supposed to do if you're flying with a gun? Should we go over that? Yeah, I can I, let them know. I can do that. Yeah, someone pull that up from somewhere and we, we can talk well, I can, about that. I can tell you. Um, okay, go ahead. Hit us hit us with it. Go ahead. I mean, you're going to – basically what you have to do is it has to be in a locked case. Uh, you cannot put your ammo in the same case that the gun is in. Uh, when you travel with that gun, they will treat that as a check bag, meaning that unless you look with Southwest where they have two free check bags, you will have to pay $25 or $30 for that particular gun, you have to declare that at the counter. You have to let them know that it is empty. Uh, they uh, Sometimes they may have you open it up. It has to be in a locked container, uh, whether it be a combination lock, whether it be a deadbolt lock, uh, either or. If you are taking ammunition, that has to be in a separate lock container and it has to be unopened. So... I mean, but keep in mind, different uh, airlines have different regulations. So you can always consult that airline's uh, policy online before you actually go to the airport. Uh, but understand, it can get expensive 
with the baggage fees because they will charge you for one bag for that particular uh, weapon that you have. Now, Rod, I, I've got a different experience. First off, uh, Southwest, I believe, allows you to carry 11 pounds of ammo. And I've carried it like... No, 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 no I'm saying you can carry ammo, but it has to be separate from the... I've, I've carried it. I've got uh, like Plano gun cases and mm. I've you know, had AR-15s or MIDI-14s, whatever. And the ammo's in the box with the gun. Now, the oh, okay. gun cannot be loaded, or you can have you can actually have loaded magazines, but it mm-hmm. cannot be in the firearm. Now, right. the way, the restrictions they have on the ammo, so different airlines have different weight restrictions, right. but you can have, I believe, Southwest, 11 pounds of ammo, and it has to be in the original box or yeah. a magazine. Exactly, yeah, and the original box. Be, now, the funny thing yeah. is, in Florida, like, I, I fly out of West Palm Beach pretty often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you show them, it doesn't matter who's behind the counter. Typically, it's an older lady, and she has no problem. She's not scared of it, and pretty much the look you get is like you're only carrying one. Yeah. So I, I think that's kind of funny. Meanwhile, in New York, if I'm you know going back, this is before they they went all safe act on us. Uh, but I carry my Mini 14 back and forth with me just because I was flying Southwest and I carry bags free. What the heck? And they want to, they write down the serial number of the firearm. They keep a copy of that. They put a card in it. You know, they, they want to inspect it. They, they're all, you know, all in, I'll tell you what, I've never legally carried my mini 14 to and from New York. I, I never realized 30 round mags were illegal when I was doing it, but the cops didn't know either. The Suffolk County police department didn't know. Now, if you're carrying a pistol, you can get, and I have this in my truck, a pistol safe, you know, it's uh size of an encyclopedia pretty much and you have it cabled to a hard point so you, nobody can walk away with it you can take a pistol with you and put it in your bag but they want to the tsa wants to see the bag so the bag doesn't have to be locked but your pistol has to be unloaded it can actually have a loaded magazine in there with it and you can check that to any point now there's a problem with that somebody had an issue uh, their flight ended up landing in like Newark, New Jersey. They, the flight wasn't intentionally going to go to Newark. And then the bags are on the carousel and he's like going to pick up his bag and he got nabbed. Mm-hmm. So you need to be, there's a law called the right of safe passage. So say you're going from New Hampshire to Florida because you moved and you're carrying all of your pistols and your AR 15s, which were legal in New Hampshire and legal in Florida. And don't take anything I'm saying without checking with an attorney, all right? Because if you end up in jail, that's your own problem. Yeah, we are not attorneys. <laughs> Technically, uh, we're supposed to be able to drive down I-95 through whatever bad lawed gun place that exists and have the right of safe passage through there. Yeah. And one of the problems you will face if, uh, for whatever reason, this becomes an issue is that um, – the, the the police officer or whoever else pulls you over probably will not know what the laws are. <laughs> um, 13C gun reviews, uh, which I'm reminding you guys, I think if he's not live yet, he probably will be going live. He says, I've been getting asked this a lot. Um, I need to do a video on this and show the regs while I'm talking about it. And Vanessa Kitty um, mentioned that what you're talking about, Richard, and she says, and if you fly through New York City and get delayed, do not try to collect your luggage at the airport. To say, um, what is it to say drove out of the state because you will be arrested? 
So, yeah, you know, don't try to collect your luggage. <laughs> so, OK. And, and you know what we should do? I'm going to pull up while we're talking about this. Um, and while you guys are looking for some freaky news, um, I got freaky news. Here's the TSA.gov, what they say about this. Transporting firearms and ammunition. You may transport unloaded firearms in a locked hard case or a hard-sided container as checked baggage only. Declare the firearm and or ammunition to the airline when checking your bag at the ticket counter. The container must completely secure the firearm from being um, accessed. Locked cases that can be easily opened and not permitted. Be aware that the container the, uh, the firearm was in when purchased may not adequately secure the firearm when it's transported in checked baggage. Contact the TSA contact center with questions you have regarding TSA firearm regulations. It goes on there. Um, so, and there's a bunch of there's a bunch of rules and laws there. Here, you know what? Actually, let me put this in the. I'm going to put it in our chat in case you guys want to go through it. And then I'll put it in the main chat because I think that chat lives on nowadays with uh, YouTube. So I'll put it in the chat as well at this point so folks can take a look at that. But definitely, if you're going to do this, check into the laws. Make sure you're doing it right. There's a ton of videos out there of uh, what to do when you're doing this kind of stuff. So armaments and axes as water gun laws on private planes. And pretty much it's the same thing as if you're driving a car. If you're going through that state and you're allowed to conceal carry, you, there's no difference in the airplane. Now, you might have a problem if you're concealed carrying and for some reason your flight doesn't make its destination, like you land on a road or something like that. Uh, you could have some trouble. Yeah. But nobody's ever done that. Yeah. So, And there's a couple of rules, like... Uh uh, rifle scopes are permitted in carry-on and checked baggage. So there you go. Uh, replica firearms, including firearm replicas that are toys, may be transported in checked baggage only. Firearm parts, including magazines, clips, bolts. This is their, their wording. Magazines, clips, bolts, and firing pins are prohibited in carry-on baggage, uh, but may be transported in checked baggage. Uh, firearms must be unloaded and locked in a hard-sided container and transported as check baggage only, as defined by 49 CFR 1540.5. A loaded firearm has a live uh, a loaded firearm has a live round ammunition or any component thereof in the chamber or cylinder or in a magazine inserted in the firearm. Only the passenger should retain the key or combination to the lock unless TSA personnel request the key to open the firearm container to ensure compliance with TSA regulations. So um, declare each firearm each time you present it for transport as check baggage, ask your airline about limitations or fees that apply. If you're traveling internationally with a firearm and check baggage, please check the US Customs and Border Protection website for more information and requirements prior to travel. So like, let's say you're going, uh, overseas to hunt and stuff like that. Uh, when traveling, comply with the laws concerning possession of firearms as they vary by local, state, and international governments. Right? So I'd that's be that. i totally worried going to another country. Now, Canada, maybe not. Mexico, heck yeah. Um, you'd be, you, okay, what are you saying? You're saying you're not worried if you go to Canada or... Right. Like if, if I was going, you know, elk hunting in Canada, I wouldn't be so worried about that. But 
uh, who was the guy? There was a Marine that went, uh, took a wrong turn, ended up in Mexico. He said, yeah, I got a couple of guns in the back of my truck. We spent half a year in jail. Yeah. And the, and the weird thing is you can come from Mexico into America and buy guns and stuff like that. So uh, it's a weird situation. All right. Um, so you've got some weird news. What about you, Rod? Uh, no weird news, man. Um, um, okay. I know we're getting to the end of the uh, to the, yeah. uh, ca- the cast, but uh, I want to throw a shout out to all the uh, fathers out there. Um, you know, man, this is our day, man. So go out there and uh, this, this is our weekend or Sunday is your day. Uh, so go out there and do something fun, man. Go shoot, man. Go to the range. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Every day should be Father's Day, but whatevs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, Richard, go ahead. Okay. I, I just was quickly looking for some freaky news. And I can't picture anything quite better than this. Hart County grandmother kills rabid bobcat with bare hands. How's that for freaky? Man, that's freaky. What did she like <laughs> choke him to death? She snapped his neck. What the hell? Uh, Bobcat? Yeah, I don't know where Hart County, Hart County is. Uh, no. Yes. Sounds like in the country. Yep. Yeah, County Grand, uh, Hart County grandmother in her yard spurring a furious battle that ended with the cat's strangulation to death. She strangled him to death. She's hardcore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got pictures of her hands. All right. So she's 46 years old. So I, I don't know how grandmotherly that makes you, but hey, you know, you could be. I'm 46. I'm not a grandfather, but it could happen. Right, right. So oh. the occurred at 6 p.m. She was working on her truck. All right, so she's badass. Yeah. That afternoon, posted a bumper sticker that read, "Women who have rarely wait wait women who behave rarely make history." <laughs> yeah, she's that's a funny. Yeah, what were you? Uh, you Go ahead. I think I think Rod uh, wants to ask a question here or interject. Uh, well, Tampa man arrested for shooting woman doing freaky sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got me beat. Is this a new one? Is this uh, did this happen recently? I'm, I'm actually going to put this in the um, the chat. Oh, okay. Wow, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. We're going to have to look at this. Hold on. <laughs> that is weird. Hold on one moment. Let me. Hey, okay. I sent you one this morning. The the woman that was carrying the thirty eight single stack pistol in her vajayjay uh, got arraigned or something today or sentenced. Oh, she did. Yeah, there's lots of women apparently carrying weapons in their vajayjay. Um, I don't know if I recommend it, but hey, if it works for you, you know, if you want to holster I, stuff in your vajayjay, I hope it's stainless steel. Yeah. Um. So a Tampa man was arrested in charge of manslaughter after he said he accidentally shot a woman in the head during what he described as freaky sex, according to Tampa police. Wow. Um, what the? Shot in the head in a motel room. When they arrived, they found the man who called 911. Eh, I don't believe this. Uh, <laughs> Tyrone Fields, 21 years old, told the police he accidentally shot the woman in uh, several unsolicited statements before the arrest, he said he was it was an accident during freaky sex. Says he had only known the victim for a couple of days before their date at the hotel. He told the de- detectives a woman had asked him to put a gun to her head as part of what he described as a role play scenario during sexual activity. Um, before you get into any kind of stuff like this, you need to uh, look at look, read, or take a safety course. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Check uh, the chamber. If it's true, you know, that, that's, that's horrific. 
Yeah, I'm not saying it can't be true, but oh my goodness gracious. I mean, you know, the victim was identified as, uh, I'm not going to say her name. Uh, she's 18 years old from Tampa. Oh, no. Wow. So that's pretty, pretty terrible. Seriously, dudes. You know, come on. So when we talked about dead hooker friends, or actually we didn't talk, Chuck Woolery did. Um, yeah. If you remember this line, you don't have the dead hooker friend problem. Yeah. I did oh, see. Wow. I did see about a, a, a year ago where um, a gar- a guy got a girl's vagina infected because he was using uh, lube, gun lube on his penis or something. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. what, was it frog lube? Maybe Holy. it was frog lube. <laughs> Some <Holy> kind of crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's find out what brand. <laughs> Top tip: Do not put gun oil on your on your Johnson. <laughs> and with that, I want to make a shout out to Big Dick Willie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Big Dick Willie. Don't put gun loop on your Big Dick Willie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's put on. Put on a condom. Damn it. <laughs> There's a couple of good comments. Opt out of gun control says wrong frog, <laughs> and then CB says froggy style. <laughs> Uh, illegal use of gun lube. Yeah. Now watch. Somebody's gonna do that in this chat. Watch. No, don't don't try this at home. <laughs> don't try this at home. Okay, so just really quick here, I'm gonna go to my. Uh, for, this is not super freaky, but did you guys hear about this? That the Dukes of Hazard, uh, John Schneider, he got uh, arrested because he didn't pay alimony. Oh man. Did you hear about this? Oh, wow. So, um, so it says, thanks to jail overcrowding, actor John Schneider is free after just serving a few hours of his three day sentence for unpaid alimony. Alimony. So there you go. The Associated Press reported that Schneider, 58, failed to pay his estranged wife, Elvira Ellie Castle, alimony, which, uh, which he said he was unable to pay due to debt. The Dukes of Hazard star was released ahead of schedule from the Los Angeles County Jail Tuesday due to overcrowding, according to AP. Before turning himself in Tuesday, Schneider spoke by phone to Fox News about his thoughts on his upcoming three days behind bars. I'm disheartened with the system, but my head's up, and I'm going to do what I have to do and make it through the next couple of days. Is that Bo uh, or Luke? Uh, it's the blonde one. Oh, Bo. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, if you want to not have to pay alimony, don't get married. Well, here's, yeah. here's the thing, and I, I feel bad for these guys, you know, whether it's an old, you know, sports figure or something like that. I hope these guys manage their money well, because when you're making the money, you know, just just don't go, you know, blowing it all away. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, at this point, people should know to have prenups and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, why even... Like, if you're in L.A., don't even get married. I'll be honest with you. I don't recommend marriage to anyone. <laughs> yeah. Dude. I'm just going to tell you. Is Bola in the room? No, she's not in the room, but she hears me say that all the time. <laughs> you know, marriage is not a thing to go into lightly, man. I don't know. You know, I've never been divorced or anything like that. I'm not saying it can't happen. <laughs> it could totally happen, but people shouldn't go lightly into these things, you know? And if you're going to get married in L.A., you know this kind of stuff's going to happen to you. And obviously, in L.A., they don't give a crap, uh, you know, um, if you can't pay for it. And apparently, if reading from reading through that article, he has a lot of debt, so he couldn't pay it. 
And uh, the thing to do was put, you know, they decided to put him in jail for that, which I don't know how that helps if you're in jail. Yeah. I don't know how that helps for you to pay your, pay your, your uh, bills and stuff like that. Hopefully someone will hire him, you know, in Hollywood and uh, put him to work, you know, or maybe he'll go into the porn business or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> LA is a tough town. LA is a tough town. If you're going to get divorced, definitely move out of LA. <laughs> you know, if you know that you're not going to be able to pay your alimony in LA, I suggest you, you run for the hills. <laughs> yeah. You know, get out of there. <laughs> I, the so. pictures, he, he looks like a good looking guy. Not, not like I like guys, but I mean, he looks, uh, looks a decent guy. I mean, he probably could get roles in, in something. Uh, yeah. Like Jello yeah. pudding commercials, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, um, or start a YouTube channel. There's no money in that either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Leatherface wants to know if I could autograph his uh, 17S or his M249 saw. If you get to Phoenix, I can meet you at Ben Avery's. I'm a fan. I'd like to meet you. I'm not sure Lola is going to allow me <laughs> to get away to do anything, but, uh, you know. Nothing good related, right? Well, I don't know. She she wants me to like stick to the vacation thing. Oh. So um, I mean, I'm bringing my computer. I still have uh, videos I have to edit and all that kind of good stuff. But, you know. So hey, Hamburger Helper says hazardous sex starring John Snyder. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think I got a question for it. all the uh, novice uh uh, YouTubers that want to do video editing. What what type of video editing software do you use when you edit your videos? Uh, right now, I use Adobe Premiere. Okay. So that's like cloud-based software. Is that free or does it cost? No, it's not free. It's cloud-based, and it's uh, I think you can get you can have access to Adobe's suite, their entire suite of uh, software for about fifty bucks a month or okay. so so it's really not bad and they upgrade it all the time they have lots of training things on it in the past i've used uh final cut pro which is from apple but apple doesn't develop that adobe does that's why that sucks you know but there's lots of different software that you can use out there uh, adobe premiere works on apple on mac and pc so that's one of the reasons why I really switched over to it because it's way more developed than Final Cut. But there's a bunch of other things. Blackmagic has their own stuff. There's lots yeah, of things out there. Resolve is really nice, and they have a free version, and it's cross-platform. So yeah. if you're Linux, Mac, whatever, Windows, uh, DaVinci Resolve, they have a, a free version. DaVinci nice. Resolve is the Blackmagic thing? Yep. Yep. Yes. And uh, do you have to buy something from Blackmagic to have access to that? No, no. You, so you can do. use DaVinci Resolve immediately. And the reason I came upon that, I, I'm pretty cross-platform. I typically use a Mac and I use iMovie to edit for the most part. And, and if you look at my videos, you can tell I use iMovie. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's kind of low end. It, it works. But, mm -hmm. but the, the reason I use the uh, Blackmagic DaVinci Resolve is because I was doing some 360 videos and that you couldn't edit it with iMovie. Yeah, you can, you can edit those in Adobe Premiere. Um, so, but you know what you ha you should use what works best for you or what you have access to. If you use your, if you have an iPhone, it comes with, um, with iMovie 
And yes. I use iMovie all the time on my phone. It, it comes with a, with an iPad or whatever else. I use that. It's pretty simple to use. I suggest using something that's easy for you to have access to and then work your way up. But, you know, when I started my channel, I started off with an iPhone, I think iPhone 3. And that's where I made my first videos. And then I slowly built up and and uh, worked up to stuff. So, I mean, that's usually the best way to go to figure out whether or not you like it. So, and then let me see. Uh, Gorillas and Guns says he uses OpenShot. And uh, classified information says MS Paint. <laughs> um, so there you go. Uh, Boss Hog says, I got my nickname from watching Dukes of Hazard so much. My family started calling me Boss Hog. Okay, very cool. Um, so, you know, did that answer your question, Rod? Yeah, it did. It did. Okay, cool. You know what? I, don't, I know we've gone like over. I don't want to uh, keep everyone hanging on here. Obviously, we had some uh, technical difficulties in the beginning of the show. That's why we're running a little bit late here. Plus, I want to make sure that I remind everyone that, that next week we're not going to be doing the show. I'm going to be on vacation. You know, Lola has put, you know, put down her foot, so to speak, whatever that means. I don't Go know. Social media. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to I don't have any. I have to do social media. So I'm going to be I'm going to be working as much as I can, but I'm going to be getting a lot of nasty looks and I'm going to get in trouble <laughs> all the time with her. But I know I have to keep doing things and I've got things to post and I've got editing to do. So usually what I do when we're on vacation and they're all sleeping, I'm up working on stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, because when they're awake, all I get is the complaints. <laughs> so um, I'm going to try to do what I could do. But, you know, I can't promise anyone anything. So I, we are going to be in Arizona. I know that uh, someone was asking me if it can be. I, I don't know whether or not I could do that just because it's so it's so crazy when we're on vacation and. You know, I, you know, I promised Lola I was going to give them, uh, you know, I was going to give them the priorities out there. But I do go to Arizona a lot. So I'm sure that I will. Um, there, the opportunity will come up that I'll go there again. So. All right. So, Richard, uh, tell us what you're going to get up to for the next week. What, you know, while we're gone, what are you getting up to? I don't know. If Tyvin has a chat, we, we might get on. But um, I only thing I got planned in the next week is tomorrow I'm going to see my dad uh, by only in New York. So it's a six hour drive each way. So I'm going to be a little busy with that. And if you want to find me on social media, flyingrich.com is my website and basically links to all of my social media. Okay. Very cool. Happy Father's Day to you, Richard. You. Obviously Father's Day is this weekend. Happy Father's Day to you. Also to you, Rod Mills. I Happy will say to you, I know your daughter's you. back. Your daughter's back and uh, she's back. Yeah, on, she's she's on the back mainland. from, uh, yeah, from uh, she went to China for two weeks. Uh, she did a uh, seminar over there on uh, gerontology. Uh, needless to say, um, no matter how old your children get, uh, when they're hundreds of, well, not hundreds, but thousands and thousands of miles away from you in a communist country, you tend to worry. Uh no, but I will say that I wasn't as worried once she was on the ground over there. Uh, I knew she was having fun. She went to she went to go see the uh, the Great Wall of China and uh, the Forbidden Forest and amongst other things. So uh, uh, this weekend I'll be celebrating Father's Day. Um, I will celebrate it at the gun range. Uh, so I will get me some trigger time in. Uh, doing what I love the best. Uh, tomorrow I'll do what most dads do. I'll be in the yard cutting my yard and my grass because, unfortunately, it's raining like cats and dog in Flor in Florida. This this uh, in the summertime. If you're from Florida, you know around maybe three four o'clock it rains every day in Florida. So, 
and my grass is growing like I have to cut it every week. So it, uh, get some goats, damn it. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I don't live in a hacienda. <laughs> <laughs> you can but, come um, borrow my goats. You just got to put them on leashes. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Hank, I want to throw a shout out to you as being a father. And Richard, are you a father, too? Yes, sir. Okay. Hey, uh, did you not father. see? Did you not see Pebbles? He is a dad. He is a dad. Pebbles is the oldest. You know, he does have other kids. <laughs> unfortunately, you know, Father's Day is probably the least popular of all holidays on the calendar, but um, it is the most popular to your children. So uh, just understand that, um, you know, uh, Father's Day is a very, without Father's, there will be nobody else. So, uh, and then I'm dreading, uh, I'm, I can tell I'm getting old. And I am dreading the 4th of July because uh, for those uh, idiots out there that shoot guns in the air that don't realize that uh, bullets do come back down. Uh, So I really hate the 4th of July. Well, at nighttime, I hate it. Uh, uh, So, you know, I have to prepare myself for that. But uh, but yeah, you know, that's what I'll be doing. man. Yeah. If you want to shoot, go shoot in a safe manner. Go ahead. Yeah. Yes. Hey, well, you know, I just wanted to let you know, hey, uh, have a safe trip. Um, you know, we'll be, uh, you know, you know, praying for safe travels there and uh, coming back. And uh, we'll be looking forward to seeing your videos on YouTube, uh, letting us know where you guys have been adventuring at. Please make sure that Lola allows you guys to, you know, you know let us know where you guys are at. And, you know, so we can kind of, you know, enjoy, you know, your vacation with you. Yeah, oh, vicariously. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. We'll do that. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for coming on. Happy Father's Day to you guys. Thanks for uh, being here on on the show with me. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And, uh, you know, you may not be a father, but you have a father. So happy Father's Day to everyone out there, uh, mine included, and um, everyone that I know that are fathers. Happy Father's Day to you. One of the things I will tell you is that, um, you know, I think Fatherhood is a it's not absolutely 100 percent necessary, but it's an important part of manhood. And uh, the thing that I learned when I became a dad and had my sons is that those kids, they uh, they love me unconditionally. Lola doesn't love me that much. You know, and I, and I know she does. I know she does love me before we get into all that. She does love me. She does care about me. But I you know, it's almost like I could do no wrong. <laughs> so. That's the beautiful thing about having children, um, unless you're pretty terrible to them. You know, they look at you and they appreciate that, you know, they appreciate you in their lives uh, because, you know, especially when you've been there, you take care of them and all that kind of stuff. I don't really feel like I need days to celebrate things, but, Just you know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, hey, I think that we should uh, recognize, especially nowadays, like men are not appreciated enough. And, uh, you know, there's fathers out there that aren't like biological fathers, but they take really good care of of the children. Right. Yeah. Richard, he's what he's one of those dudes. There's lots of good dudes out there. There's fathers that are surrogates in lots of ways that, you know, they have nieces and nephews and things like that, that that um that the, the parents don't take care of them and they jump in there. So shout out to all those people, man. Even if you're not like officially, but you're out there taking care of the children, a really important part of, of what we do as human beings. So and there's people who are never fathers and they still, you know, like I said, they take care of other people's kids out there and stuff like that. So shout out to those guys. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. Like I said, uh, we're going on vacation. I, I like I got to say it. 
<laughs> again, we're going on vacation. We're going to be gone. I know that people are still going to be getting in touch with me. If you want to get in touch with me, go to hangstrange.tv, put in your email. We'll send out a, a thing. I'm going to send one out tonight. I'll send one out next week, Friday, and all that kind of stuff. Follow us on social media. Um, you know, we're Hank Strange pretty much on everything. You guys be safe until I see you again. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. We're going. We're going.